Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Jamie. So good to have you back. We're here. It is book club week. Woo! I cannot wait to talk about this book. First one of 2023. We somehow seem to nail it in January every year. This is a good, it's going to be a good one. It's the month you want to read along if you're only going to do one. You should want to do all, but... I need you to read all 12 because... We want you to vote at the end of the year, and we found not very many people read all the books. Come on, Come on, read with us so you can vote at the end of the year. But we did get people voting. Oh, so So many votes. Thank you, those of you who voted. Today is the day we're going to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's jump right in. Okay, so I have the results... Of our 2022 Book of the Year poll. Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready. Out of our 12 books. Okay, I'm going to just quickly read the titles of the 12 books to remind everyone. We had Wish You Were Here, Bewilderment, Black Cake, The Less People Know About Us, The Singing Trees, Lessons in Chemistry, Every Summer After, Magic Hour, How High We Go in the Dark, Daisy Darker, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings, and Seven Days of Us. Can I just say, I felt like I was on an awards (sighs) show just now. And the winner is... Yes, seriously. (laughs) That's how that felt. You've always wanted to host an awards show, and that just came out. Okay, we have a tie. Drum roll. Can you believe it? We have a tie. I'm super excited. First one is Wish You Were Here by Jody Pico. Oh, Jody. That was a real good one. That was a good one. If you haven't read it, read that one. It was good. Yeah. And then the tie was Daisy Darker. Oh, I love Daisy Darker Alice as well. Feeny. That's a great, great choices for the so year. So good ones. I was like, yep, yep. Yeah, I loved them those both. Those are good. We actually had a few that were close. Really close behind. Place. So I'm going to read those too, just in case you're making a list of books you want to read this year, because I do that. Me too. What were the ones everyone liked? Okay. Black Cake. Mm-hmm. How High We Go in the Dark. Can't get it Shocker out of my mind. Shocker of the whole year. Yeah. Because I, I walked out of it going, I don't know. I gave it three stars. And since I've sat on that one, I actually voted for the for one of my top three. Yes. It's one that if I find anyone that's read it, we can talk and talk and talk and talk about that book. Yes. It is. It, Which is unusual. Sometimes I'm so, like, oh, it read was that. so it's bizarre, good. For and then me. I have nothing else to say. Yeah, but let's. That one was a talk. That was a good. And that's like a book. close second place. Okay, yeah. and then the last one that was also really close runner up was Seven Days of Us. Ah, December's pick. Yeah, awesome. It was good too. I liked it. I my number one didn't get chosen. What was your number one? Bewilderment. My number one was Bewilderment. Was it as really? Well. Yep. We maybe were the only ones who voted for it. I just love that dad. A part of me thinks it's because people didn't read it. It's an odd book. It is. The cover is beautiful. So if you just are looking at covers, that should have sold you. But if you read the description, I can see why people would be like, oh, this is different. Yeah. But it's It's super good. Good. It might be the underdog. Yeah. That still needs to make it to the front. Yeah. I think if more people were to read that one, they'd be like, ooh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I agree. So if you haven't read it, go read it. So good. Not that, that was I so fun. demeaning our winners. Our winners no, were great No, they were reads. also really, really good. Yeah. I think the difference good is- Good year of reading. Yeah. I think the difference too is like, Wish You Were Here and Daisy Darker were like, 
really well advertised in general, yes. right? Like not yes. from a us little bit more well-known authors. Yes, and I think well. that plays into yep. it. But there, but that also says like they're obviously popular for a reason. Absolutely, right? Yeah. They were good. They're good. Books. Anyway, I love that we do this. I love that we vote. That's Thank so Thank you for fun. participating. For real. I really look forward to hearing what everybody loved the most. And I loved hearing like, oh my gosh, which ones of these should we put on my list for this year? Anyway, that was fun to hear from yeah. friends. Yeah. I agree. Um, So fun. And the next item on our business list is February's book club pick. Book club. You guys, we decided we wanted to do something a little bit romantic. It's February, the month of lovers. So we chose. And love in general. It doesn't have to be with somebody else. Just love, love, love. But this is romance. So yeah, with somebody else. We chose a Colleen Hoover. Which we've never done. No, we've never done a Colleen Hoover. So I'm, And I, I've read one of her books. I've read three. You've read more. Okay. I don't know a lot about her, except she has a lot of books. So I'm really excited to do a little history on her. Yeah, very high. People love. And it is the month of love. So this is our pick for the month is Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover. It's got a cool cover. This has been on my list already, but not. I mean, it's just I keep. I don't know why. It came out but, in January of 2022. So this is a year old. Mm-hmm. It has 4.47 stars on Goodreads. With a ton of ratings. Like seven over 700,000 ratings. Ratings, yes. Whew. That's a lot of ratings. Mm-hmm. So let's give it a try and see what people think. Kay. Tell us about it, Sarah. Okay, here's the synopsis. After serving five years in prison for a tragic mistake, Kenna Rowan returns to the town where it all went wrong, hoping to reunite with her four-year-old daughter. But the bridges Kenna burned are proving impossible to rebuild. Everyone in her daughter's life is determined to shut Kenna out, no matter how hard she works to prove herself. The only person who hasn't closed the door on her completely is Ledger Ward a local bar owner, and one of the few remaining links to Kenna's daughter. But if anyone were to discover how Ledger is slowly becoming an important part of Kenna's life, both would risk losing the trust of everyone important to them. The two form a connection despite the pressure surrounding them. But as their romance grows, so does the risk. Kenna must find a way to absolve the mistakes of her past in order to build a future out of hope and healing. You know what? I really love the cover. Do you know what it reminds me of? What? Dear Edward cover. Oh, it does. Does it kind does. of resemble that? Now I want to look it up. I, me too, because I when I look at that, that's what I think of as Dear Edward. Yeah, I... I yeah, it does look a lot. I mean, birds. it's blue and it has birds on the top. But it's the birds. <laughs> yeah, the birds are what kind of stands out to me. Look at that. Yeah. I'm, I mean, that was just a little side note there. I'm really excited. I'm super excited. Speaking of. Anne Napolitano. (laughs) She's got a new one. She's got a book coming out this year. (laughs) It's on my want to read in March. Okay, just saying. Back to Colleen Hoover. I'm really excited for reminders of him. Yes. So So am I. 
I get that one on your list, on your wait list at your library, wherever you get books, start mm-hmm. reading. I'm going to try to get a reading schedule out so that you Ooh, can yes. pace yourself and read along with us. So that you're ready for book club, which is the last, the fourth Monday of every month. So yeah, read I along with even us. I give you an exact date. It I will, know. We will hold it on February 27th. You'll be able to Perfect. listen to the book club podcast. Yeah. We give recommendation with what's on our shelf, you know, two times a month. We have a Q&A or something fun or once a month. Something fun. Mm-hmm. But we are book club. Check in with us, find out what our book of the month is, read along with us, and then join us on the fourth Monday. Yeah. Just a little reminder for those of you who are new. Yeah. So this, this one will is be your February book 27th. That's right, baby. <laughs> Read with us. I love it. And then let us know what you're thinking. Send us messages along the way. We love. That's what book club's all love about. hearing your thoughts and ideas. So with that in mind. Dun, 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 spoiler alert. Here's your spoiler alert. We are talking all things. Everything sad is untrue by Daniel Nayeri. I'm so excited to talk about this book. Do you know when I finished this book? When? 15 minutes before I got here. Stop it. (laughs) It's fresh. It is fresh in my mind. I started it yesterday morning. Okay. And I'm here today. It didn't feel like a very huge long book. No, it was not. Once I got into it, it was just, I've been out of town. We've been super busy out of town. We went on a ski trip. So... We were with friends. I didn't have a lot of time to read and listen. So the flight home is when I started it. And I've been listening to it ever since and just finished it. So it is fresh in my mind. Sarah. That is awesome. What did you think? I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it so much. And when I started it, I'm like, I really like this book. I really like this book. And then those last (laughs) few hours, loved I was so moved by the ending of this book. Yeah, I love the end the most. Oh, Um, I loved it. I loved his writing style. It's only seven and a half hours long. Yeah, to listen. Like, that's not very long. No. That's why you were, it's definitely. That's why I was able to get through it in just over a day. (laughs) Especially if you're, like, looking for something that will go a little quicker. Yeah. Because he's a great storyteller. Very fun. This story takes place through his 12 year old eyes yes so he kind of is taking what he remembers as a 12 year old and being in class and he's mixing it with the kind of the folklore and the storytelling of the culture yeah of how persian culture yeah and i so what did you think about that like how did you like his point of view like how like telling these stories through a child i loved it because i think a lot of these things are really heavy. Yeah. And it's heavy absolutely. for a kid. Mm-hmm. But there's something about the innocence of a child. Yes, no child should have to go through this. But I loved, I was so endeared to him. And I loved his point of view on things. That even though it was hard, there was just such a sweetness to it. Yes. I felt like it allowed, it, it gave me more empathy to yes. listen to it as a child. I think I was less judgmental thinking because about it through a child's vision. An absolute innocent child. Yeah. Who had no say in any of this. Right. These were out of his control. Completely All out of, of his it. control. So 
And, and like, I look at mom and I think she was making choices that she thought were best. She was following her beliefs. And I can't, I can't judge on that. But those beliefs and her dedication to her Christianity put her and her family at risk. Absolutely. Which I thought was so interesting how they got into Christianity. Yeah. It was the daughter's experience. Right. In England that she saw Jesus or Jesus told her something. Well, some an angel. An- like the way I understood it was like the boy did an awful thing to her by smashing her finger in the door, her pinky. That's right. Remember? Yeah. And they end up in the hospital and she was so traumatized by this that she just goes right to bed when they get home. And she wakes up saying, I'm fine. I was visited by an angel and this is what is true. And I'm Jesus is going to save me and I'm going to be fine. And yeah. And fascinating. Right. And her, was it her mother? Her grandmother is Ellie. Who was, who were they there to see? It was some sort of family member. They were there for a wedding. Yeah. The wedding. And it, it was a Christian wedding, yes. correct? At a Christian church. So yes. you can see how the influence of that, that they had never seen or heard or knew much about Christianity mm-hmm. and this traumatic experience. And now she's claiming, I'm a Christian. Yeah. Just like that, I'm a Christian. And mom is like, no, 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 we can't. And dad, like, we can't be Christian. Yeah. It's actually against the law. Can you believe Where they that? live, that they can't choose their what religion. to believe. They are told this is what we believe. Because it's in your blood. Mm-hmm. You are born this way. This is your right. I thought it was so interesting how he explained the history of that. When yes. he talked about the different religions were like cousins. Yes. And that there was this big, like, I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Yes. I get it. I get it. Like, it was just such a simplistic view Totally. Of how to understand and this. And it was helpful. This deep history of religion. It was also very interesting to me how they like the way they they um, internalize their religion. It's really just like, it's like a trait. It's like, oh, I have brown mm-hmm. hair. Yeah. Oh, I'm this. It doesn't necessarily help them with their morality. You know what I mean? Like, I look at religion in such a different way, and it was very fascinating to me to just learn a different perspective. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I'm seeing religion as, it's a, it helps me make decisions, it helps me choose how to live, and what I want to do, and how I treat other people, and whatever, and Mm -hmm. they're like, what are you talking about? We do those things for totally different That's cultural. reasons. That's the cultural part of their community. Yes. Which they take care of one another, they yes. serve one another. That's just who they are. Yes, they're very kind. But it was super interesting. I felt like it was the way that he talks about the way they invite people into their home and they serve their neighbor. Like we kind of mentioned, talked about this before we started recording. But it was so interesting the way they open their homes to people and you and never give, wear your shoes inside because you wouldn't want to get their And you're floor apologizing dirty. as the guest constantly. Oh, no, 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 no. But then as the homeowner, you are giving of everything, everything. you have. Even if it means you'll go without after. You yes. have one piece oh, of I'm cake give left. You more. I'm giving you all of it. You take this. You take this. Yes. You are just so generous. Yeah. And- but it's a show of respect. 
Like we have yes. such a high respect for visitors and for any mm-hmm. person that comes into our home. Regardless how well we know them or not. Yeah. Or how, or what they look like or how yeah. they are dressed or where their status lies. Mm-hmm. It it shouldn't matter. You wouldn't want them to go back and say, so-and-so didn't. You know, so there's probably yes. that part of it too is yes. this is their opinion of you. It's also their culture of how you treat one another, their yes. culture. It's expected. I found that so interesting. And but then the to go to time, America. The dad smuggles drugs to well, England. Yeah. Like, I, th- I thought that was super that interesting. That totally shocked me. All of a sudden, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. He what? Yeah. Because I did I was not like, pick up on that at all while they were. It was baffling. Yeah. Because they do. They have such a way with people and a love for people. But they're not hurting anybody. No. They got to bring the stuff to the party. Yeah. They got to have it. Right? Yeah. It's so interesting. So and th- that is, what's the word? Risky. Just so yes, risky. It's very Which, risky. So he's risky with the drugs. She, so risky. Risking everything to join Christianity. I feel there's a lot of stubbornness in yeah. the Persian. That was kind of something that I took away. Like, you know, when the, when he tells the story, he has all of those beautiful stories of I his ancestors. Them. I love them I so much. The storytelling. But there was so like much. a great great grandparent or something that got in a fight with the neighbor doctor, mm-hmm. right? When yeah. he, the way he came into his home and he felt snubbed and so he was going to snub him back and like that whole thing. Yes. And I mean, just the the attitude, right, that they each had towards like, oh, you're How dare you? I'm gonna hold my ground. I'm gonna hold my ground. I mean, I just felt that from the very beginning, like yeah. this idea of like, I know best. Even with the the bull, when they had to slit the throat of the bull, mm-hmm. when he's like a four year old child, he remembers his grandpa. I'll do it. <laughs> you know, like let me show you how it's done. Like. I thought that was so fun. There's such like an attitude and an air yeah. about them, which I loved. Kind of, you know, right. I'm yeah. too the confidence meek or intimidated they, by other people to right have they that are kind proving of proving to one another like gusto. Yeah, and I kind of loved it. I'm like, how do you learn that? I <laughs> love a little bit <laughs> I need of that. a little bit more of that in my life. Yeah. So when mom, so mom's a doctor, dad's Which a dentist. Was crazy. When they talk about like birds in the walls and seven pools and like they were living luxury in Iran. Crazy luxury. Luxury. These were well off, educated. Well, and he was like a prince. People. Yeah. They were of. Because your lineage. Yeah. That's crazy. And so I, like, looking at that, I think, was it their position in society that made it worth the risk? Like, they, it, nobody was going to touch me. Oh. And so it's okay for me to go to Christianity? I don't really think, I a really think. A part of me feels like it would be the opposite. Because like, there's more eyes on you. Right. And you're held at a higher standard. Right. So when she goes, I kept thinking, why? Why? There is so much at risk. So much to lose. So much. And to like, when you think when they take her and they're like, tell us the names, tell us the names. And then they, when she's talking to her son about this and then they just let you go. And where'd you go? I went to the grocery store. Why? We needed things for dinner. Like what? Seriously, I think I would be so scared. Run home, lock the door. But she goes to the market, gets stuff for dinner. And, and she then had to get her car because that's where they took her. Yeah. From there. So oh my gosh. the risk at that point... They knew. Yeah. They had to get out. Yeah. 
and all that went into having to get out. And at what point did you, do you think before then there was trouble in their marriage? Yes. It did allude to. I think that he talks about them fighting a lot. And he had had an affair. Yes. Or was that a grandpa? That was a grandpa. Uh, That's right. The one with the doctor. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. But I don't know that he did or did. I don't know about his dad. I don't remember whether or not. I mean, just the fact that they get to the airport and that's when the son realizes, oh, wait, dad's not coming with us. Yeah. And it just about broke my heart that Lammy couldn't come. Oh, I know. I mean, my son still has blue green, which is a blue blanket and a green blanket, but they are not separate. They have to be together and they are blue green. They are not connected to one another. They are two separate blankets. That is so funny. But they are named blue green and blue green have been in our lives. Can't be without the other. Since my son was born and he still sleeps with them. There's nothing wrong with that. So Lammy broke my mom heart. That was sad. And when dad brings Lammy back. Oh, that was quite the gesture. Dad, dad coming back. I, do we want to jump to that? Is there anything before? There was a okay, lot. There's of happening. a lot. We'll get there. The way they're treated in America. You know what? That was super. I mean, obviously, I see all the things like, yeah, you're it's it's exhausting feeling like we're constantly dealing with. But what they're coming from, like our world is a problem. Absolutely. And we can help those that are that need help. Like as we should. We would yeah. want the help if the roles were reversed. And this is a family that A had all the papers that they needed to get here. Yeah. I mean, they went about it. They were seeking asylum. They finally got here. They lived in refugee camps in Dubai and in Italy before they actually came For here. For a year. And so then by the time they actually get here, they have already been through so much. The grace The other and interesting kindness. thing to me was it didn't matter what country they went to. They, they were got treated, treated the, the same. same. Yep. That was so they in, it's were human not nature to be anywhere. like a little bit. You're different. Yes. And we don't understand different. So, yeah, they kept getting that. Yeah. Oh, so even, you know, the way that better. they talk about him at school or like the family that let him use the workbooks, but they weren't allowed to play together. Right. There was just a few things. And I just kind of thought, what would I do? Yeah. Like what it made me. I, I hope I can be better. Can That's all I can say. Imagine as a mom, you're in a totally different country. You are refugees in another country. You fled for your lives and you're researching where your kids can be taught. So that they're not missing out on school. That is amazing. They took a bus or public transportation like an hour away and then sat and erased all the workbooks of the uh, kids all day long, like eight hours a day. It said she erased until her fingers bled. Yeah. But then the best part is that they wanted them back. Like, I'm like, let them take Take the books. Yeah. What are they going to do with them? I just felt like, wow, we're really weird about mm-hmm. our stuff mm-hmm. old used textbooks they weren't ever going to use those again what in the world are you they were workbooks not even work a textbook i thought that was totally bizarre and it made me sad yeah i mean it was like okay you're you're on the right path you're at least allowing it yeah 
you're you're doing something where other people are doing nothing, which is great. But what a sacrifice for this mom to get those kids across town. We can to do get better, some schooling. Though. Yeah, I just felt like we can do so much better. I need to talk about the poop. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot. What well, I mean, poop talk. at first I was like, stop talking about the poop. Like I cannot do another poop story until. <laughs> Until he went to his friend's house oh and he needed gosh. to go to the bathroom. Oh my god! And he finally, finally got invited to his friend's house. Now, because it was reciprocated, he was able to invite a friend over, and so that meant he could then go to a friend's house. Yep. Oh, and the rules! I was like, and the story of him like standing on the toilet to squat because what that's in the world the best. That's what he's used to. I know. Is squatting. But he has been in this country for a <laughs> that, long time now. That's true. So that was one thing that I thought, like, at what point do we say this is a valid thing to do? Right. Even though We're I learned this sit. way, I'm not devaluing that form. But this, I have to say, I like heard a story one time about a guy in a workplace who, they had stalls and everything, but it was noticed that he was standing on toilets to go to the bathroom and i just remember thinking like that is the weirdest thing like that is bizarre you are weird you should not you need to act normal in a normal place and that's kind of the way everyone was doing it but when i heard him tell this story i was like why am i so judgmental right who cares no there's a reason he's doing that take put yourself in the position you're in iran and you have to squat without a toilet that's How uncomfortable would that be for you being yes. used to a toilet? Yes. To then have to go to squatting. I just keep thinking about the elderly people. Like, like how do they poo? Because that's hard. You can't stand up. That's true. Let alone squat down. That is very true. I'm feeling I wonder for the what people. they have, you know, because we have like high rise toilets or the yeah, yeah. adaptable things for the elderly. How do you adapt that for the elderly? Just squat. I mean, I assume they have stronger legs than the rest of us. I will True. give them that. But yeah, at some point. Because that's normal to them. So It's not going to work. No. But oh my gosh, I felt for him. I did. I really, it, really like, did. He's like, yes, it was the dog. The dog wet on the floor. And why can't and we he showers just talk his whole to self? each other? Like, I know. Why couldn't we have, why couldn't we why be couldn't open say, enough to hear know, this is what we do in my culture. I'm not trying to be weird. This is just the way. Well, and he can't because every time he does, he's made fun of. Everything is weird. And they, he wants to be invited back. Right. Like, I get all the things. It just, just makes me sad. so hard. I was very sad for him at that. I could have done with a little less poop, but I also was, I was grateful to, that I learned to be less judgmental. Yeah, I can see how culturally different that is. And that is not everything, anything we and really ever, ever talk ever about. And I never, ever thought about it yeah. being a cultural issue. Yeah, so coming here and... And I even wonder, like, you're used to pooping, squatting. Here we are, back to poop and talking about all the poop that we didn't want to hear about. You're it's used okay. to squatting. And then he talks about sitting on a toilet and your butt cheeks smashed together. How are you supposed to get the poop out? How, he couldn't. I His needed, body just I wasn't give used him to that. Like a lesson in pooping on he the toilet. He needs a squatty potty. Yeah. I have to say, we have that. squatty potties, which is like a little stool for your foot. Yeah. That lifts your knees up. In all the toilets at my house. Pull the and when we apart, were on, buddy. <laughs> when we were on vacation, I was like, you know what I miss? I miss our squatty potty. So I do kind of relate a little to this. It does you help. get used to a certain 
thing. Yeah. It's not just the bathroom things. All totally. the things. You get all used to things. a certain thing. And that's home to you. Yeah. That's and I normal. loved how he talked about like the candy bar that was in there. Like yes. it sounds like a Milky Way. And he's like, it's nothing like a Milky Way. Oh, and a his mound. Dad, sounds like a, a mound. mound. Yeah. Yes, that's what it was. And so his dad brings him one. He's like, it yeah, it was a lot like a mound. Like a mound. <laughs> I loved that too. When he was like, yeah. You know, but when we you do, hold we something. Make those things. We make those things so big in our brains, you know? Yes. And it, we hold it like a treasure. Absolutely. And so when his dad comes back, I do think we need to talk like so much about his dad coming back. Oh, so here I, all these stories he's telling his class and his classmates are all this is this isn't true. You're not a prince. You didn't You're just trying to sound have cool. birds in the wall. You didn't all these things. School was always a struggle. Always. So when dad comes back, did you first of all, did you want dad to go to school? Because he kind of Last minute, he's a little like, nervous about his dad. Maybe going dad to shouldn't come to school. And mom's like, Do you want me to cancel it? And he's like, No, he can do it. Did you want dad to go to school or were you I mean, worried for him? I wanted it to go well, but I also was very nervous. Like, how many more bad things can happen? It was just going to be that. I thought it was just going to be that many more Ugh, things of the kids to make fun, fun of, of him yeah, for. I agree. I thought that too. But but it wasn't that way. Dad was such a hero. He was. He was the winner he of the day. He did all the things that, like, the kids thought dad was so cool. It worked. And that pride that Daniel can have, that this is my dad, and Look, all these things. It's finally, true about me. You can see I've been telling the truth. And then he brings sugar. Yes. The icing on the cake. Absolutely. That oh, was the winner of all it the It made things. me want some baklava. I know. I love baklava. Seriously. And and then, okay, this is the part that got me. I don't, I'm not a crier, but boy, did it pull my heartstrings when he gave the piece to his teacher. And he was like, thank you for everything you've done for me. That's all the teacher so wants to hear. Awesome. Like was she was in his court. She was trying with him. And then when he took her the piece of baklava. That was so sweet. That was just so so sweet. I was so proud of his, the dad yeah. for being tuned in enough to know. I felt like it. his portrayal of his dad was just so human. Like yeah. there's things in like as people that we do well, right? Yeah. That we just are so good at. And then there's things that we're not good at, right? There's places that mm-hmm. we fail. And that was his dad. Like his dad was kind of a butt he this was the one and only time that he visits his son his whole life and i don't understand why. it must be hard to get here i'm sure it is to get you know he had a two-week visa to come i'm sure that was part of it yeah but dad gets here and he's like rolling in the hundred dollar bills kind of disappointed that he didn't give his kids why more money. are these kids They're why are they poverty. living so poor yeah so poor that mom marries i think that's why she married ray was because um, she needed help ray he was right. not a great guy. He was awful. But I mean, again, maybe I should be more kind because no, he's a human. No. But if you're hitting it, you're, you're hitting, hitting your wife, you are bad. Yeah. It's hard to look, talk about your good things. Right. And then the church says you should leave him. And then he comes back and says, oh, he feels bad. You should marry him again. What? And she marries him again. Oh, my what? gosh. I could not with Ray. I really got a lot frustrated every time we talked about Ray. I was like, how are we doing this again? Right. Like, what? I, you know, and his, his sister kept telling him, well, so that you'll have a 
a father figure. And I'm like, this is not a father, a father figure, figure you want in your kid's life. But you know, I love hearing it that that's not what the mom was saying. No, but the, the mom never did say. Yeah, the mom never said did say. But it what I loved about the story is it's from the kid's point of view of their assumptions. That's true. Because I think what's that the was mom an assumption. Say? Yeah. I mean, that, how do you talk about the dynamics and complexities of a marriage right with a child when really i think it was because mom needed some she was going financial. back to school she needed financial help maybe and somebody to be there when the kids came home until she got there and he didn't and hurt the kids and he didn't until hurt the, the end yep and and i also loved at the end when he says it's his favorite memory of his sister when she stands his sister up stands up, to up for to him and helps protect the mom and then they leave. It was pretty awesome. Okay. Biggest yeah. question of the book. Did she stay apart from Ray or did she go back? You know, in my bubble of everybody's good and safe and loving, I didn't even consider that she went back to him. It really? wasn't even a question to me. It was done and gone and over. Ray I was, was out like, of the picture. So like, wait, no, you need to say it. <laughs> they never did say it. You need to tell me right now that he is gone forever and we never see Ray and again. And he never comes back. I need to hear it. And I did never hear it. So now yeah. I want to know. I even went so far as to look it up on Google. <gasps> like, tell me, is oh, she with Ray? Is she it still with him? Nothing. What if they were still married to this day? And now I his book is this book yeah. is written about his past. <laughs> oh, Where's wow. Ray? Maybe that's now. all the justice you need. Yeah. No, I, I didn't look it up, and I didn't even question it. I because am so interested. I am just a rose if glasses. If you know what happened to Ray, tell me. <laughs> well, maybe just Ray and his mom. Like, did they stay? Yeah, no. They didn't stay together in my world, and they lived happily ever after. And I then like that idea. His sister and him have both written books, and they're doing great, <laughs> and things got better. Um I am sad that they can't ever go back to their country or hadn't ever haven't ever been back to their country because that I think there sad. is a lot of healing in that of putting back or having revisiting your roots where you came from and that they didn't get to see their grandpa again. Yeah. That he died while they were here. Just yeah, that was a, that there was, was a really lot of sad. sacrifice for their family. Yep. So sad. And Even that they, this was the other thing that I found very interesting. He talks about the vacations that his dad takes with his new family. Because his dad has a yeah. whole new family, right? We yeah. didn't really mention that. And yet, why aren't they meeting them there? Like, let's say you can't go home. Maybe you can't leave the United States. I don't know I all don't the know rules. I don't know how that all works. But it doesn't, it seems like <clears throat> they should be able to go. Or that he, I mean, they might not be able to leave the U.S. Yeah. I get that. They're here as asylum seekers. I don't know all the rules there, but dad, come on. There could be more visits here than just the one time. Yes, that's crazy. I think that's crazy. And is he sending money? He should have been sending money to them. That's that's the least he could do. Yes, because... But, These are your children. But is... What do they call the people there that were after him? The... Oh, it's, I don't remember what they referred to. Yes, him as. kind of like the secret police. Yeah, the secret police. If he were they watching? I mean, he was making phone calls to them, or they can't touch him because they're in America now and they have asylum. So they're, I'm trying to give him a reason, and maybe he did send money. It just doesn't ever talk about that, and it didn't seem like they ever really had a lot. They lived in the poor area, the apartments that weren't as good as the other apartments. They didn't have. 
you know, he talks about being able to go to the dance. He didn't have a ride back to the dance because mom was at work or at school. You know, they they could have used some help if dad has hundreds of right? dollars to throw I just around. I feel like you, are, you, you can't even see them. You're not making any effort to see them, but you could be helping them. Right. And I know that now they're adults and they're doing fine. I just think it... It just makes me angry. He could have at least mailed them some of those chocolate bars. Some of that candy. That's crazy. That they were missing That's out the on. Lowest, something. Like, some, show you care. Like, these phone calls are all you're giving them. Right. And even then, if the wife answers the phone, they get a verbal lashing and, like, felt like a piece of crap. Like, right. yeah. this is awful. Right. On Father's sad. Day, which isn't even a holiday there. It was a holiday here so in America. Why do you care if he calls? What was the big deal? Anyway. It bothered me. What did you get? What did you give it, Sarah? I gave it four stars. I really did love it. I really loved it, and I gave it five stars. I thought it was beautiful it. storytelling from such a unique perspective, definitely, and such a mixture of memoir and tradition and culture. Absolutely, that it was very beautifully weaved together. It was. It was so good. Loved it. Yay! We'd love to hear what you guys thought about it. Yeah, there's a lot we've left out here. I know we could go tell on us for your a favorites, what you liked, what you didn't like. What you took away from it. We'd love to hear. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate and subscribe and share with your friends. Please read along with us in our book club this year. We would love it so much. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And And this this is is your book book club. club.